0: This audio orgasm is not safe for work, and is strictly for adults only. Now, let's get it on.
1: What? Jody, I'm gonna fucking kill you! Okay, now...
2: I hope you fucking overdose on cocaine!
1: Now, (laughs) say, Poe Boys Podcast.
2: Welcome to the Poe Boys Podcast! How can we fuck your day up? (laughs) beautiful welcome to the paw boys podcast we don't think rape is good but we turn a blind eye rape 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 rape
1: rape rape on the first fucking date it's just weird man being a dad it's something they don't really write a well they write a bunch of books for but nobody really knows you just kind of got to do it and uh it's fun so far but it has its moments where i kind of want to strangle him
2: oh that's just thinking about it, yeah, I think that's totally normal. I, I can't. I will. I'd be a liar if I didn't say that. That I agree that there's, of course, those times you like. You just want to tense it up. But, no, I've
1: yeah. I've said it when people kill their kids. Like, I don't ever feel bad for them. I'm like, yeah, that's fucked up. You should probably go to jail for like killing your kid. But I kind of get it most of the time. I'm like, yeah, but people oh. fucking snap, dude.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, no, I'd, my fiance gets those. All those. I don't follow Facebook or how i word it i don't follow all the news articles that are like zone in onto those fucked up shit sure like yeah you, you i just heard about this one like this like how those people that forget their kid in the car to run into the store i'm thinking like <laughs> how do you forget your kid that's the only part i don't get
1: so i met one person that did that once and she freaked out it was just because she had a bunch of kids and like she said the older kid grabbed the little kid and they got inside and then they realized it. like it's not like they were in there for an hour, you know, I'm like, they made it through the doorway and they were like, oh shit, you know, I had to run back to the car. They missed
2: one or they had like one kid said, I got him and then he didn't get him or, or he Hey, on own. hey,
1: older kid, grab your sister. And then they got <laughs> walked off, you know, if I can got to through the door and shit. And they were just like, where's the kid at? And they were like, oh shit. You know, I had to run back. I mean, that's, that's the minor infraction, but like the dudes that are like, i, I thought I, I just went to work and then I got off at three. And then,
2: <laughs> uh, I, I was driving home. Hour, I went, yeah. I, thought I was at work. I didn't know I stayed four hours at the bar, and I looked outside. My DD was dead.
1: You just <laughs> fucking, I looked in the rearview mirror, and there was just a dead kid there, and I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> so, somebody put a dead kid in here. <laughs> it smells bad. See, you're in a cold part of the country, and I had to look this up statistically, because I said, well, surely if people leave their kid in hot cars, they have to leave them in cold cars, too. Like, that has to be a thing. I just assume it would take way longer, you know. If you're
2: that blind as a bat, if you keep going in and out of your car, you won't be able to smell it. Right. That long.
1: I don't know. It, it, you're in Detroit. You might be like a little kid sickle back there. It might take. You won't even smell that kid until like late July, and you'll be like, "What the fuck." Yeah. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the Po' Boys Podcast. I'm your host, that motherfucker Jody B., and tonight, special guest all the way from Detroit City, fellow podcaster, host of the Cousin Cecil show, and also co-host with uh, friends of the show, Adam Nutter and Delvin Cox on the Garbage Opinions Podcast, the one and only Mike Fowler. What's up,
2: dude? Hey, what's up? I mean, obviously, I, I let you ride that rave on Detroit. I'm more closer to Flint. But yes, and I, I knew that. I I had a feeling because I'm like, <laughs> I didn't know that you actually set up like the music during the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I know I was talking about Juggalos this week. He's going to yeah. bring it up.
1: So I have a new mission for the summer. And uh, I've, I've told them about this. I'm going to turn Delvin Cox... And my buddy Dave from Australia. I think you met Dave not too long ago on uh, the US to UK show you guys do. Also, you're all over the fucking place, Mike. Damn. Anywhere Delvin's
2: uh, Black Thumb has been, I've been there now, now too.
1: Well, it used to be my <laughs> thing. So I guess, uh, by proxy, we're, we're brothers-in-law. So, hey. Es- Eskimo brothers, yeah. <laughs> so uh, my goal for the summer is to turn Delvin and Dave into Juggalos. I think I can do it, too. Like, both of them like decent music. And I feel like... They don't know enough about ICP to actually get it through. And I think with a guided tour, uh, I could lead them to Shangri-La, my brother. And we could, <laughs> we could have them chugging Fago and possibly even face paint by the end of the summer.
2: I would I would pay top dollar to see Delvin face paint as a juggalo. I think you could probably get Dave. But also I think it's – I'm not – I think he's also in that weird subculture uh, of like some of the – gangs he talks to in the u.s yeah for what i've been noticing but if you can get delvin to dress uh, have face paint on oh my god
1: he wouldn't even need black paint
2: he could just paint (laughs) white on his face (laughs) (laughs) he'd be he'd be a fucking chocolate juggalo i love it dude i i mean okay that's like like you said i uh grew up like i said i'm i'm living around flint now but i grew up more northern Michigan, like around like Clare County. Okay, and then uh, that is definitely a, uh, a cesspool of Juggalos. It's Juggalo and country, not, not in a good way. <laughs> yeah, a lot of a lot of people with beat up Pontiacs with Hatchet Man logos on their cars. Yeah, um, <laughs> just white trash. I think Juggalos are family, like they say. And then uh, I even grew up with uh, there. That's where the, I saw two planes connect. I saw uh, there was a Juggalo cowboy. Uh, he was uh he graduated three years before me. I
1: think his name is Kid Rock. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken.
2: He no no boy. I just this <laughs> I, he, this guy is a cool guy, but he just has that. He's one of those ones that <laughs> he's very cool. This uh, guy I'm talking about, but then he also just on some occasion he likes to face paint and he has like. He wears a cowboy hat while he's wearing his juggalo shit and he's wearing cowboy boots. I'm like, oh boy. So
1: he's Thank a weekend warrior you. juggalo.
2: Yeah, he's uh-huh. yeah, going to uh Ho-downs looking for Fagos and <laughs> fat bitches. Yes.
1: Hey, I can get down to Fago, I think. I love fat chicks. I've always been kind of a juggalette kind of dude. So like to me it made sense. The first couple times I saw like videos from the gathering, I was like, This is my kind of people. Shit, I don't know what the problem is. I don't is there Fago in Arkansas? Uh, was it
2: a different company
1: i think you can get fago it's not readily available like you kind of got to look for it you probably would get a fanta here just as quick but they don't have all like the goofy ass flavors and shit like that either you know
2: i got cotton candy fago up upstairs right now
1: i feel like that's the one you're supposed to have right like if if you have any kind of juggalo blood inside you cotton candy fago makes the fucking all the difference in the world
2: it's technically the newest one i mean i think the the showman of Fago is the red one and then rock and rye. But yeah, the new one is definitely, there's a new cotton candy and it's, it's all
1: right. I would like to see the percentage of like direct association of their sales over the last, what, 20 years. ICP has been around for a long fucking time. So like, I would like to see the sales generated, like in comparison to how much of that is just strictly from their Like, do they embrace that? Because it's made them a lot of money. I feel like they should have leaned into it by now.
2: That's also another thing because I know, like how much shit I can tell you about like the Juggalos and shit, but like I know that Violent J and then uh, Shaggy Dope has done like shit for, like there's certain communities of like I don't think it's Detroit, but like a certain town of like Michigan, like they actually run like they own like McDonald's there, so they obviously are getting funny there. Yeah, but I don't know how much uh, they've been like I don't know how much they have invested like into the Fago brand besides. Rapping about it, but I—they're pretty sure they probably have a check it before, but I could be wrong.
1: I would hope. That's what I'm saying. Like they've probably generated a third, and that's being generated. I'm pretty sure it's more than that because is not great. It's just soda. There has to be a percentage of that that is strictly from the Juggalos.
2: It's probably a forty percent. Yeah, like you said. <laughs> it's po- it's po- I can only imagine because like all I think is. Of when I see Fago, it's either oh you're from Michigan, like it's a Michigan thing, or oh you you wear clown makeup at, in your house. Right.
1: Never. It's never just you're poor and they sell it at Dollar General. It's like you had to go out of your way to bring this home.
2: <laughs> yeah. Since Dollar Generals have Dollar Mountain news, you are going for Fago now. Right. Which go to the yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Sure. That's what i was saying. Like you put in some effort. I've seen some goddamn hatchet men running around this part of town. You know, when I was a kid, there were a couple that went full regalia. They were like Jay and Silent Bob, but in the full ICP get up. And it was was a sight, usually just hanging out on a corner. Hopefully they shot up something somewhere.
2: I wonder if they did any backyard wrestling down
1: there, too. Yeah, for sure. They might both be paralyzed. I don't know. Might be dead. (laughs) We were talking. uh, Let's hope. So you guys were talking about Insane Clown Posse in your UK to US show. I think they're one of the only people that I can think of that were like a novelty act that actually made it through both big promotions at the time. I said that to Delvin. I go, say what you want about ICP. They're a legendary fucking music group at this point. They've been around forever. They haven't really fucked with major labels. Uh, They got on both major networks during, I would say, the Monday Night Wars. It, It might not have been right in like the heyday, but it was definitely during that time period. Like They've definitely left their fucking mark. If you like them or not. Uh, I'm not saying that I would uh, just wear the, the makeup walking down the street. But I would probably check out the Gathering of the Juggalos once. Just to be like, hey, <laughs> look at all these cool people with their titties out. Big fat floppy <clears throat> titty bitches.
2: I, I mean, uh, there are some internet people I've followed that have done the Gathering. And also stand-ups that have either flopped at the Gathering. Or they've done well at the Gathering. It matters on... The, the day but uh
1: have you ever made i've it? heard
2: the whole i've heard the whole joe de rosa fucking like, gathering joke it's pretty funny but no and then uh what is another one i was gonna say yeah they are definitely you have to give them a, a tip of the hat yeah they've done a lot for just even their industry like setting up like their own stamp of like they're not like, Oh, we're not this genre of rap, but they're afraid of whatever, what genre do they say? They are. I would like, say, say horror like, core, acid rap,
1: horror core, I think would probably be it. If I had to guess, cause at least the people that they spawned would be horror core. like some of the, there's like a scarecrow guy or some shit. And maybe, uh, not the misfit. Who was the other little fucking pack of weirdos? They fucking there's
2: twisted twisted. Of...
1: Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So they've generated some shit. they they've, I'm flaring up
2: my white jeans talking about all this. <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> nah. they, no, Twisted also is uh, funding, they are funding like a little Comic-Con or down like around Pontiac. So that's kind of, they have like a, they have like some, it's like mix of horror and comic books are, you can go see, you can also see Corey Taylor meet and greet there and all that shit and also Twisted. And but it's not bad. They,
1: Slip not they don't have better.
2: the original Jason
1: Voorhees there and all that shit. I think uh, those conventions would be pretty sweet. Uh, I unfortunately am like in a part of the country where we don't get a lot of that kind of stuff, and I, I have to think there wouldn't be a lot of people there. But I appreciate in St. Clown Posse. That's the long and short of it. I think other people would too if they broke it down. Delvin Cox, I know, grew up listening to like two live crew and shit like that, <laughs> and I just th- I hear the same lyrics because I'm a lyrics guy when I listen to songs. I love how nasty some of their fucking songs are, you know, and I think Delvin would enjoy that too. He likes rap music for sure, and if he can get down with like two live crew, I feel like there's got to be a couple ICP songs in there I can schmoo him over with. I will,
2: like I said, I would pay to see it. It would be a, It would be the most, <laughs> it'd be the funniest fucking picture I've ever seen in my life. It's not <laughs> I mean, bad. Just with white paint on.
1: So, uh, this is our first time kind of meeting, Mike. I listened yeah. to a couple episodes of your show. Do you do mostly gamer talk stuff? Is that like what you're, you're mostly into with the Cousin Cecil show?
2: Yeah. Uh, majority of them, uh, I've been doing kind of juggling two episodes a week. Mondays are definitely the video game heavy uh, podcast. And then I've been luckily been able to pick up a bunch of comic creators and doing like a little like shorthand interviews with them and talk about like their whatever their newest project is or maybe a future project or, you know, just how they get into the, the career of comic books. Cause which, which I've, I've learned from all the interviews, no one has really went, I'm going to go be a comic book creator lately. They just kind of slide into it and then they're <laughs> been doing pretty well.
1: Yeah. It seems like it's not a hard medium to pick up, but it's definitely one of those things you got to work real hard to put your own mark on. Right.
2: It is definitely what I've been hearing. It's definitely a hustle, like it's Eddie Guerrero personified. You gotta lie, cheat, and steal to get into some spots, and then try to show your show your worth.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, I also with the like with the gaming because that's that was the main goal with it. But the thing is, I I I really enjoy obviously video games and shit, and I do a little bit. I've been doing since day one. I've been doing like hot picks, and I always did like one music track, one one tv or movie or sometimes multiple but the comic part i always did like one issue but then i started going like all right here's a new issue from dc like always issue always i always pick like issue one so you can always start off at here's number one so you don't have to figure out what the fucking you gotta go read yeah and then uh it just been kind of opening it up because i've always had a passion also with comic i'm a big fucking nerd that's the
1: problem <laughs> i've been a nerd forever man so like, so, which, who's your favorite uh, villain hero? Like, who's the person that you have the most of? If you had to guess,
2: oh, it'd be it'd probably be Batman. But uh, I would definitely say I think Batman's my favorite in reading. But also right, right now, I think that's where I'm getting into. Uh, the capes and suits are definitely the the entry door to into comics. Yeah, but there are some really good indie comics. And There's one that actually I was gonna send you the first four pages, but I wanted to wait for the release date because I've been, I've been lucky enough to also get into some early review like uh, works. There's this uh, new one called uh, Cherry Blackbird. Okay. Through Scout Comics, and uh, it's long. I'll do the more synopsis quick thing because now it's been a couple weeks, so at least. I'll I'll kind of spoil the first four pages after talking to you, but it's basically this this rock star chick sold her soul to the devil.
1: Okay. Yeah, and then
2: yeah. on her 27th birthday, she's supposed to get her soul took in from, you know, the deal. So on her uh, 26th birthday, the devil comes and says, Hey, I need you to go basically get these seven souls. And if you get these seven souls, you get to live and you get to keep your, your soul, blah, blah, blah. So it kind of goes into like that supernatural to TV show. Like she's going to come out like a, a A demon hunter and then but the thing is the first four pages because i've been also with these talking to creators there is a there's different structures of how you would want to present a, a comic like should you do like info dumps right at the beginning should you also like does it also set up your way of like do you do little breadcrumb information so you can like gather them to go into different multiple issues and then there's also a version called the cold opening the cold opening is usually described as it's a scene of like halfway through like the craziness. So this could be like something that will happen in the future.
1: So like the Snyder well, cut, yeah. the way that one opened up just like with everything being fucked up and like Superman died and all this shit. Like you just jump into that and then they go previously and then they lay out. Yeah. This
2: shit. It'd be like one of those ideas. Like when you see it could be like the protagonist is dead on the ground with blood fucking falling out. And it says, Six months later, then you go through the whole story.
1: Yeah, okay. They give you the snippet, this, and then they this tie one it in.
2: is: uh, two people are, in know, uh, bed like a hotel room, butt naked, fucking, and they show like, it like you do. <laughs> and then the guy, the guy is asking to get pegged. Okay. And then she's like, "All right." and She's Ozzie stands up, Ozzie butt naked, holding the fucking dildo, about to get up, and then a literally a goat demon comes out of his asshole. <laughs> blood and everything and she's like fucking holding like the dildo like get the fuck away from me right back back i say (laughs) and he says settle down we got some shit to do and he's like where's the shower and that's how it's that's the first four pages and then it goes uh then it goes into the regular scene of like meeting cherry blackbird at a concert and i'm like that's crazy, and I bet Jody would like that.
1: <laughs> Already, you kind of hooked me. He's like, it's not every day you see a goat demon crawl out of a man's ass. <laughs> I don't it even read sure. comics. I might have to get somebody to read it to me. I'll just sit there in bed and let my wife be like, and then...
2: <laughs> you gotta, and, then, and then the guy's asshole opened up and you see a hand come out.
1: she got to turn around the pictures like she's reading to an elementary school. She's just a picture of some dude's gaped-out anus. The fucking sleepy hollow monster coming out.
2: And then also, I guess... the. I mean, it would be cool to obviously – that's why I've been trying to pivoting towards these comic stuff. I'm just trying to get interactions or traction to my podcast.
1: I've only ever – like this is the only art type thing that I've done. And now, like knowing the communities and the circles and everything that I've been introduced to just in a few years of doing this, I have to assume that it's the same with any other medium, like with comic books or – Painting or songwriting or singing, like I feel like it's just like any other hobby or any other uh, art medium. There's gonna be just a whole lot of assholes like you and me, just kind of drifting around, <laughs> hoping that we're doing okay. And then there'll be some superstars. There'll be some people that get shit that they don't really need. Some people that don't deserve it. Some people that do deserve it. You know, it just it is what it is. It's all kind of a pool.
2: Yeah, I I think also with um, video games, it's that so. Like, uh, it's too too many people are already talking for video games. Yeah. So and A lot of people play games, kind of- dude.
1: I feel like an asshole because I don't get to play hardly at all. Like, I'm not saying it's a good thing or a bad thing if you get to play. I'm just saying, like, I don't, I don't get down to a lot of game show. Like, I listened to a couple years today. You were talking about the Resident Evil and stuff. Like, that's an old school for me. I would check out Resident Evil if I had the time. It's just... I got to have something that I'm interested in. Otherwise, like, I just kind of hear it and I don't really take it in.
2: What's your style? What do you like to play?
1: Uh, Okay. So the last series series that I ripped through, like, got invested in was Assassin's Creed. I like that. Over the shoulder, aerial, third person, go do shit games. How long ago? So I got my Xbox One. I got Origins and I got maybe 20, 30 minutes into that and bailed. I just And I don't have a lot of time to play games anymore because I podcast and I do other shit. So now, like, my kid has picked up Lego games, Lego Star Wars, Lego yeah. stuff, and I will play those, and they're pretty fucking awesome. But as far as my serious games, I whip your ass at a game of UFC Undisputed 3, maybe a game of No Mercy on the N- Nintendo 64. But, yeah, other than that, <laughs> maybe Assassin's Creed a few years ago. That was a lot of fun.
2: I was going to say, like, I I... I actually platinum origin that was a good one and then i couldn't get into odyssey just because i think it was a little too much uh sailing to little islands because it's greek yes in the greece area and then um i played a little bit of the valhalla the newest one it's still the assassin's creed of like the odyssey idea that you're going for because it's vikings you're going to go from your your base to wherever you're going to raid yes so it kind of it kind of
1: i'm like eh. So, it's the problem. I started with part two with Ezio. So, I worked my way through those. And I feel like that was a fun storyline. Just like anything else, you can have a little thing. But when you switch gears, man, like they tried to do Assassin's Creed 3, which was where you were a Native American dude. Yep. When they start fucking with the storylines, I mean, I understand that you have to build this whole basically structure of a game around this, this protagonist, which is nice. But at the same time... You kind of lose yourself in it. I think the best one that I've played thus far is Black Flag. I love Black Flag. It's probably my favorite game that I've played of like old school Xbox games. Just sailing around like a pirate all fucking day, just jumping off and pillaging and stabbing motherfuckers. It's great. It's you like, might
2: like also uh, the because you said No Mercy. I've been they've been teasing it. They only had thirty seconds of little like demo clip. But the AEW wrestling game you know, looks looks pretty good compared to like the the simulated like 2K WWE ones. Yeah.
1: I haven't played, played I haven't played a wrestling game in years. I have one that they gave me on Game Pass or something that's in there. It's like one of the 2019 2020 whatever it is. Like dude, I I think uh, Raw versus SmackDown was the last time I fucked with those games. And I got real good at those, but then it went to like stick configurations, and like it's just so many fucking moves, dude. I can't. Yeah, no,
2: I don't like the simulation ones either. Like the since since they switched to like this more like two K like a like a sim a sim version. I like the more arcadey
1: like All stars Wrestling. All Stars was good shit. You like bouncing off the top rope as Macho Man and fucking just (laughs) and the dude goes flying in the air and shit. That was great. Yeah, you
2: might also like that. uh, is it Fire Pro Wrestling? It looks like more of a NES game.
1: Yeah, like old school. Yeah, man, it's one of those things. I had to let the kid get a little too invested, so we're having to take a break from the video games. We're learning as parents. He hadn't fucked with games at all till about six months ago, and then he started, and then I think he got a little too into them, so we had to, <laughs> had to take a little break. <laughs> so does
2: he does he just do the system, or does he have like does he have like a tablet or anything?
1: Yeah, he fuck with his tablet. Uh, he watches video game videos now of the games just that he plays. The just wait, Avengers, and he'll sneak in like a Minecraft or some shit. He's five. Like I'm like, dude, we're not playing that shit. Like not yet. Uh, this is this is literally crack for little children. And I learned that with the Marvel games, man. Little kids, they get sucked into those fucking games, dude. And it's nice when you want to go dick down your old lady or have a sandwich <laughs> or something, but like. You can't just be leaning on that shit because before you know it, they'll play that shit for three hours and they don't listen anymore. They're like little monsters. Yeah, no, my... That's why I was more about the fucking...
2: My kid just got into tablet games and not even like... Because he was into YouTube. I'm like, oh, cool. You're going to sit down and just fucking watch a show you're yeah. not fucking jumping up on the wall or some shit. But then uh, he started... He's, he's now into just those... Stupid jump scare, uh, like, uh, the one that's called like Ice Scream, one, like one through four. He just downloads them because they're free. And yeah, then, uh, I like the air like, quotes, by the way, <laughs> well, because there's those stupid fucking ads. Because some something is adding him to go, Hey, there's a there's a second one. Oh, there's a third one. There's it just keeps he goes, Okay, keeps doing it. He used to play like a lot, he plays a lot of gun games of like, uh, I like he does some really smart ones for a 4-year-old. I'm like like it's like the a maze like hey the the target's up here you got to drag it up and you know aim the sniper rifle pop pop him. or he does he did this ones that are like these um puzzles of like hey choose either A or B And what situation do you want your character go he he went through like 50 levels before he's like help. I'm like oh. Like, I don't even know what you're doing.
1: It's weird, like, one day they're just dicking around and falling off cliffs, you know, and bumping into shit. And you go, no, dude, you gotta fucking do that thing right there. And then before you know it, they're yelling at you. The other day, we're playing, and I'm the dude that likes to pick up all the shit. Like, that's my job. I'm the cleaner. If I fucking break all the studs and pick up all the stuff when we're playing Lego games. And I was doing my thing, and he was ready to move on to the next part. And we're just playing. And he goes, Daddy, come over here. You got to be the Hulk and pull this fucking this box open. Or You know, you got to be a big person. And I'm over yeah. here doing my shit. And he's like, Dad. I was like, hold on a second, dude. I'm coming. Getting my stuff. Dad, come over here. And I was like, hey, I'll be there in a second. He said, come over here and pull this thing as the Incredible Hulk before I whip your ass. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like a full stop. I fucking paused the game. And I was like, hold on, dude. Like, we gotta take a moment. He didn't get, like, in trouble, trouble, because I hate it when he nails it. Just, he used it perfectly. I said it to him the day before we were at the lake. I said, if you don't stop running around, I'm gonna whip your ass or whatever. So, you know, monkey see, monkey do. He fucking got me. His mom yelled at him. She was like, why did you put him in timeout?" And I was like, I, I'm froze. I don't know what to do. But he'd straight up said, come over here and do this thing before I whip your ass. <laughs> I'm in that, I'm more in the bubble because
2: I've been into the... The gaming and also, like, like my stepson is...
1: Yeah, you got um, more kids. you got more experience with the childrens, so, And see, I'm just learning. And so I feel sometimes I'm like, am I a bad parent? Because like, I sit here and egg this shit on where he's flying around doing his thing and blowing shit up as Iron Man. And i was like, I don't know, man. I hope this is okay.
2: I think you're... No, you're f- about playing the Lego game? No, you're fine. The idea that I'm trying... I was saying is, like, um, my oldest stepson, he, uh, he... I don't think they like that I'm connected to the gaming world or something, oh. so like, so they go like, can you like you know twenty bucks for, and uh, not to me, but like, oh. I'm like hearing like, oh for what? Oh Mike, and I was like, you like your pass shit. shit. I'm like, you don't need it, like right here that idea.
1: I love it. I love it so fucking much because I heard somebody's kid that did this like run up a stupid thing for like just in game buying bullshit, to the fact where he was skimming his mind, all this shit, and he was like, what the fuck is wrong with you dude like and because he didn't know and it's like if you know these little scammy bullshit fishy fucking apps are floating around where they could just scam a cool 10 bucks off your google account man there was a uh when i first when i
2: first met him his he also i must have <laughs> i must have ruined his fucking life i uh he was in a perfect <laughs> like he had that perfect spot his mom had a card on there yeah if if like 10 bucks went away because she was it just just the perfect situation, and he just did. He blew it. up
1: his spot, dude. You're a dick. I fucked
2: him up. Yeah, <laughs> I gave him, a, gave him a, a brother, and fucking had him. We moved around and everything. I fucking ruined him.
1: Yeah, you're an assassin. That's fucked up, Mike. A life sucker. <laughs> I talked to Delvin earlier, I called him up and I said, hey man, fucking tell me some shit about Mike Fowler. And he, he was like, well, he's cool. He said, you've heard him talk. I go, I know. I said, I just wanted to get the 411, you know, if I can, he's our mutual friend. Any friend of Delvin Cox is a friend of mine. So it's like, I'm glad to, to finally get to sit down and talk with you, dude. I've waited a little while. And I'm glad that we made it happen. I saw, what did he give me? He gave me an artist here that he told me to ask you about. So I don't know what kind of music you're into. I love all kinds of music it's one of my favorite things who is clue cluner clover cluner cluner
2: oh he's he is just a a rapper that kind of hit uh last year he did that king of farmington hills which is uh from a uh, michigan state but he just i got to interview him with uh with chalfi and we just did a little, a little quick interview of like um uh, yeah, we didn't – that's the first time I found out about how Zoom works when you have more than two people on yep. it. Yep, it's the 40-minute window,
1: baby. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but uh, he's a, just a quote-unquote white rapper from Farmington, and he just had today in particular, he had a new song saying he loves Taco Bell, but he's just some just some internet kid-sounding like sounding rap.
1: I love Taco Bell. Did it come out today? Yes. Oh, God damn it. If you look up
2: Clooner like uh, – is that on C- YouTube. L-O- yes, and then it's probably easier if you went under his Twitter just go to Klooner underscore. He had, he, he made a song of, to our, to our governor saying big Gretch, you can get some oh, of this man. dick. <laughs> like like you <in> <laughs> like passion. he's like he said respectfully. He knows you're married.
1: <laughs> respectfully, you can have it. Oh, look at this fucking guy. <laughs> oh, typical wow. Okay. Typical
2: Mr. Garner.
1: This is going to be exclusive. Mike Fowler, you might be fitting to introduce me to something fantastic. Let's see. I love Taco Bell. I love Taco Bell. I love Taco Bell. Yo uh, Please
2: rap. Are you on his Twitter? Bit
1: that shit that makes you rethink your ainess. Talking down on Taco Bell is heinous. Stop. Oh, it's not real Mexican food. You can shut up. It's Taco Bell, bitch. I love. Are <laughs> you Are you on his Twitter? I am I'm watching the videos. This is like stitches but I think he Go might be on. slightly retarded. Hold on, man. I don't know if this is okay to laugh at.
2: <laughs> he, he's actually, he's normal. Uh-huh. He just actually likes it. Go up to his pin tweet to the king of farming. That's his technically the one that uh, went, quote unquote, viral.
1: Ain't no one looking with me. I'll my city. off i rent my city be honest man you can't fuck with me i'm colder than silver dare right on the grind like lust ain't never been on a day still in my parent can't fuck a bad bitch i settle on a carrot fuck the race is out of her you say he's gonna fuck a carrot or a parrot
2: i, I don't i'm not 100 sure but i think it's more <laughs> funny if you scroll down more to go full circle it, he has there's a video of insane clown passy watching king of farmington video
1: Oh God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Oh, it's St. Clown Posse Theater. Yeah, I love this show.
2: Yeah. Yeah. he's trying yeah. to be funny though, right? No man, he's not no. trying to make it right. No, I serious? watched a lot of his no, no. videos. No, no. He's got like he oh, got Matt, like movie, forty man. videos out. I'm telling you, he's as real as they come. Man, this is so dope. All right, this is like some Froggy Fresh shit, dog. There's no question this guy. <laughs> he's yeah. Funny man. He represents Farmington. Recognize. I used to live in Farmington Hills. Right down the street from the office. That was the only
0: reason I lived there. <laughs> live yes. Like yes. <laughs> wow. Check- you know where that's check- at?
2: Chicken ready. King. Yes. Know. Think, can, know all the ground river man. Roasted yeah. potatoes, delicious. That boy has all of a ground river.
1: Oh, this yeah, must like was was what was it's was like a for,
2: for, for uh, Compton people to watch NWA
1: <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful yeah, so. Well I'm gonna go down that rabbit Hold on let me get a follow in here On Clune. That's clown with two O's Take out the W Real simple Cloon
2: Well like, yeah like George uh, Is Clooney like that Except Clooner.
1: I think so Sure Kloon Oh I'm looking at his fucking His Twitter handle Clooner. My bad
2: No, I... I, Thank (sighs) you,
1: sir. That's the thing
2: he does. He does... uh, He also brought it up there. He's, like... He has funny raps, but he's not, like... He's trying not to be funny, like a joke rapper. He's trying to make bars. He's
1: He's, trying as hard as he fucking can, Mike. (laughs) He's he's got... And whoever makes his beats, they're great. And that's what keeps the hook going. Here's the thing. Rap music nowadays... You're exactly right. It's all about the fucking hooks. It's about the bass, the beats. Like, some of these people, they can slap you into any format. And you could be dog shit. They'll figure out to make it work if you've got a sick-ass producer putting out good music. And that's just the way it works.
2: Clooner's the king of hooks. He's fucking great. I want to know, how the fuck do you... You got, like, a mixer? Is that what it is? Yeah, I got a mixer. See, I... See, I'm too, too uh, cheap to fucking buy anything cool for this fucking production besides a, oh, a, dude, a nine dollar ring light
1: you gotta get you a mixer man they're only like 40 bucks you can get you a little one guy mixer as long as you're not having company over that's what <laughs> i started with i started with a little 40 dollar fucking mixer and this little bullshit microphone little... well
2: that's what i'm trying to figure out like why would i need a mixer when i'm just me i talked to my fucking self for this uh zoom ideas which just been working
1: you need a mixer so you can play fucking clooner while you're talking to your friend from fucking Michigan. Dickhead.
2: So I, I
1: also just do
2: I also just edited it in cuz I was
1: like, "All right, you're going to put music
2: in. We're going to listen to." And I'm like, "Okay. I ain't gonna, you know, I ain't gonna fuck up your your way of your feng shui, of your show." I was like, "All right, we're going to listen to a little bit of ICP. Watch each other in the fucking screen like we're a fucking OnlyFans show.
1: See, if it would have just been watching some video of like some shit that was happening, that's fine. But we had audio. That's how that works. So as long as people are talking, I'm great with it. You could have went and peed if you needed to, bud. (laughs) I really think that the rap music nowadays it, it doesn't do much for me. And it's funny that you said the the whole you know king of hooks. I think that that's kind of the thing with that bad baby bitch. I shouldn't yeah. say bitch. She's a respectable woman. She's a grown woman now. She makes lots of money doing what she does, so excuse me. I didn't mean to say bitch. Bad baby. She's
0: terrible. Bad
1: baby. She's a terrible rapper. But, but she's got your she flip flops. Fucking hit your bitch in my socks. <laughs> I don't think she wrote that. I don't think she wrote the beat. I don't think she wrote the hook. And look, if she's a plug and play, that's fine. She works for now. The production behind that money shot. I don't know, man. I think that's what the whole game is nowadays. I didn't uh, think too much of her OnlyFans. Maybe I'm not on the right train. Maybe I wasn't waiting for her to turn 18. But there's nothing about that girl that makes my dick hard. Not even a little bit. It's weird because I can get down to some weird shit. She doesn't strike a chord for me at all.
2: Do you like Vanilla Ratchet?
1: I don't even know who that is. Is that a person no, no, or, no. or is that a description?
2: As the, that's the description I would assume. Because I didn't want to say, oh, ghetto chick. But like the idea of like, she's like a white ratchet chick.
1: I don't dig it, man. And it's not even, I think it's a little bit of the accent. The attitude is what it is. It's just, it doesn't feel right. Like, I feel like I should be angry when I, when I see her talking and doing her thing. Because I have to believe that most of that is put on to the point that now it's a complete facade now. Like, that's just her.
2: I will more... Why the fuck am I defending her? But the idea of uh, out of her or like that, whoa, Vicky. I think I I think I'd rather hear Bad Baby speak compared to the the fucking uh, that. Whatever chomper mouth fucking Will Vicky is.
1: You see, didn't she beat her ass in a recording studio? I think Will Vicky beat up Bad Baby, or was it the other way around? I'm pretty sure Bad Baby got her ass whipped. Catch me outside. Catch I'll me Bad out. Be. She got caught inside. That was the comments and that's, all things. That's like, the whole thing. It's like, oh damn. No, she said outside though. These little girls beating each other up, dude, on camera. That's kind of funny when you think about it. Compared to '90s, like you said, NWA rap, when motherfuckers were getting shot, versus just these two little white girls beating each other's asses saying you
2: don't know me how I, i'm pretty you don't sure know me how. All, the, all the 90s rappers are turning in their graves knowing that there's two little fucking stick white women are fighting <laughs> doing rap beef there's a uh, because like i know that that's the more crazier part like some of these rappers that are because like the, the game now is like just about chains and like that clout, fucking having the grill. Not like early two thousands, like with like um, when Houston came into the. That's my sweet. That's my with, sweet spot.
1: Like, I, I love it. I love it so much. Like right, I'd say nineties, not even nineties. Let's just go flat out two thousands, two thousand to about twenty ten. I love it all. I'm a dirty south fucking rap fan, and it's because I love lyrics. So like, there are people that grab me out of that. I'm a big Lil Wayne fan, Ti, Young Jeezy, stuff like that. I love it. So. Yeah.
2: Where those ones bring up—that's that's the culture of like the idea of the chains. Now it's obviously just having fucking racks on them, just showing money and all that shit. But they have beef for no reason. Like there's there's people making million dollar hits and then staying in the fucking like the ghettos of Chicago. And I forgot the kid. I forgot the kid's name. But the one who just got shot in the fucking head who lived, with the idea of, like, just having these rap ba- beefs instead of trying to just make money with uh, the rap.
1: You got shot in the head and lived?
2: I'm pretty confident this kid did. Unless... I don't even
1: really, really have a good fucking gimmick anymore. This is bullshit.
2: Ed <laughs> <laughs> DeScent took your thing already.
1: No, well,
2: it's different.
1: It's different, though, because... <laughs> well, it's pretty frustrating, though, to know that he got a dimple, you know, like he got shot in the mouth with a nine millimeter and he got a like a little sexy little book right in his fucking cheek over it. And he did take eight to the body. So it's got to be worth something. It couldn't have felt good at the end of the day. Like I haven't felt what that feels like, but I'm pretty sure it sucked.
2: I think he's the gross king. He's the one with he does the Floyd Mayweather about roasting him. What? You ever seen 50 Cent roast Floyd Mayweather about not being able to read?
1: no it <laughs> sounds awful why would you do that floyd mayweather floyd,
2: May- floyd mayweather is illiterate
1: very okay
2: so there was the one that's the, the the shining crowns that you can go look it up 50 cent during the acl challenges like the ice bucket challenges
1: yes all the goofy internet she does
2: he goes uh, for my ice bike challenge. I'm just gonna challenge jo- Floyd Mayweather if you can read a uh, one page of this Harry Potter book, I'll fucking give a donation to whatever <laughs> uh, donation you can do. And then there's a re re up one that says, "Hey, Floyd, Jimmy Kimmel will also back my donation up too. You just gotta read one page of this Harry Potter book, and then <laughs> no,
1: not a fucking chance, dude." I'm surprised so many dumb motherfuckers made it through those books with well, some of the names that were in there. Yeah. it just fake. <laughs> right. There's just one day, dar.
2: <laughs> I, <laughs> I got to cheat. When I, um, I think in fifth grade, my, my uh, teacher read the first three books. We just got to sit there and close our eyes.
1: Yeah. I hope she got all the names, right? That's the thing is like, I would hear my relatives, my aunt, people like that talk about the show, uh, the books, and they would have these fucked up names they say it all funny, and then you watch the movies, and it's like, well, who's saying it right now?
2: Isn't that Dude. the funniest? That's the funniest, like carpet pull out of their off themselves. Yeah, all like the the like the LGBT fucking community taking all those tattoo, little fucking triangle tattoo and shit, and then uh, JK goes, oh, by the way, whoop.
1: Yep, not gay. Just so <laughs> You're you not, know.
2: No, they like this. Oh yeah, Dumbledore's gay, and they, it's like okay keep on giving us content and then like, she goes oh yeah trans people ain't, ain't real <laughs> like <laughs> and then they fuck and they're like oh <laughs> how i got this tattoo oh no
1: that's a pretty crazy story like out of all the, the different things there's like and i think the same thing happened with the matrix lady like she was homeless and then like warner brothers stole the idea or whatever but, like jk rowling was homeless i think and then just managed to fucking get her shit done then became the bitch that made Harry Potter. I can't imagine the amount of money that it's made, it's generating this Harry Potter land in universal. She still State.
2: has connections to everything. She has yeah. every creative there's a video game coming out. That's the cake because of a uh, video game industry, uh, in the news wise is very uh progressive. Yeah. So they are so there's a way that they go like this. Oh, this new Harry Potter thing, and there's hype for it. People are excited, but then they have to do these like, like this dang it, JK is part of something. And then, like, the fucking company, the developers have to go, oh, just so you know, JK is, she's not really involved in this series or this right. game.
1: So Plausible deniability.
2: Yeah. <laughs> we Trans people are real. Please let us, please take our, please buy this for 60 bucks.
1: People are so fickle, man. Over the internet, they just convince you to fucking. I'm gonna burn my shit. You already bought the shit, dude. It doesn't matter anymore. You dumb motherfuckers. That's my favorite. When dumb people do shit on the internet and they think I they're love watching a white stand. people
2: burn <laughs> Nikes because uh, Colin Kaepernick took a knee, mm-hmm. and they just like I'll show them eighty-five fucking dollar shorts later.
1: I'm just saying. You want to impress me? Set a rack of the motherfuckers on fire at the mall. Yeah. <laughs> you know don't burn the ones that are on your feet you retard <laughs> seeing that shit i'm gonna burn these shoes right now you try to throw them in their unit falling in the fire you get third degree burns on your face like a fucking idiot
2: oh yeah it's just funny how people protest uh, on that that situation that but the harry potter one it, that kills me every time now
1: you ever wonder what the next thing's gonna be Like surely in this day and age, there's going to be some new thing that's going to sweep the nation like that, like Harry Potter and Pokemon or whatever that people are going to be like, ah, it's Minecraft, uh, Fortnite. Like there's all kinds of things that have like swept takeover. And I'm sure there's a sect of people that are like, if you play grand theft auto with your fucking, you're all going to die. There
2: is that just happened. The uh, five nights at Freddy's. Oh yeah.
1: I forgot about that shit
2: that got the the original creator had to step down because he he put uh electoral money like towards like trump's campaign he stepped down so like you know for the whole company
1: he couldn't even get a good excuse like he said the n-word or something he had to be like i wrote a check you know what are you gonna do
2: (laughs) a a real receipt
1: yeah like fuck (laughs) everything's so political and just i don't know what's worse though what's worse is it the you find out somebody had ties to some shit like that like they they contributed to the trump campaign or they pander like during Pride Month and they fucking put their logo up in rainbow colors. And they're like, hey, we love gay people too. It's like, well, you didn't love gay people yesterday. You fucking asshole. Why should it's, I buy uh, your goddamn dishwashing detergent? Like, your <laughs> Dawn soap? Like, fuck you. You've been pretty goddamn quiet about everything that's happened up until this point, And now all of a sudden you want to make rainbow soap? I'm supposed to pay $12 for it and be happy?
2: It's definitely a mix of both because <laughs> it's just funny how situation go like there's like that that rhode island like senator that's i don't want to say senator maybe like a representative who just got uh exposed that he keeps going to a all-white resort in rhode island
1: oh shit they have those
2: that's his answer he goes <laughs> well it's tradition and they there's plenty there's there's a lot of them
1: right all the, all, Yeah, you, know, you almost made me drop an M bomb. all the blacks can go and hang out too. They just got to pay the money. I didn't. You're not all white club. You know, <laughs> black people are working there. Kind of. Sure. They're that allowed is. on the premises.
2: <laughs> that's yeah. Only outside.
1: Oh fuck.
2: And then uh, what was the other one that just? I don't want to call it the war, but like the war on comedy right now. That's also a shit show because. All the comedies, all the comedians I like are either dead or canceled. So, I've been in a weird rut. Like I, like some of my favorites are like Patrice O'Neal. Uh,
1: I love Patrice. I'm hoping you don't say Chris D'elia because it's gonna make me sad. No. Okay. Okay. I don't. Think and it's not funny. even because he's canceled. It's because I don't think he's funny.
2: <laughs> no, Louis C.K. I think he's funny.
1: Yes. Okay. Okay. We're good. I think.
2: <laughs> yeah. No. I I'm pretty confident we are like we're in the same parallel universe except. Where you in Arkansas, you just were poor and white with black people. Northern Michigan is just poor and white. You know probably. I mean?
1: No, that's it. So it's like, I think my favorite, I, I like Ralphie Mae. He's probably like my Patrice O'Neill, And he's dead now too, so it kind of works. I don't think yeah. he was as prolific. But for me, he was. And uh, some of the, the shits that I saw through, what, he's got like 10 goddamn stand-up specials, man. Like I always found I, him to be very... Uh, Good at doing what he does, but also like really tiptoeing the line on a few things. One of the only white people I know that's dropped in bombs like Louis C.K. He's another one like on a special, forever. It's there, (laughs) but you don't hear about it a whole lot.
2: Uh, Ralphie May has definitely is. uh, He is probably (laughs) it's funny because he's fat, pound for pound, like like (laughs) for the idea specials because he had so many. There are a lot of hits, right? Patrice just either hit because of I, I watched uh, that documentary that came out in, on Comedy Central. Yeah, watched it. I teared up at the end yeah, just yeah. because of like, that shit. But uh, he is definitely in that position that he, there was not a, a lot of specials, but it was just so well done that Elf in the Room is still one of my favorite ones.
1: Yo P tastes like birthday cake is yeah, burned hope, like, hope. into the back of my head, dude. It's one of the funniest fucking things I've ever heard. It's one of the funniest things I've ever heard somebody say out loud. Like, it's just not even that I heard it somewhere, I saw it written down, like, I would have never put that sentence together.
2: The whole sexual harassment bit <laughs> about, like, even, like, hey, would you mind, you know, when you get up, tell me so I can sniff your chair. <laughs> and then the fucking, like, oh it's like uh, having women work with men is like having bears work with salmon. Right. And the salmon's covered in honey. <laughs> it's just, it's just like, Yeah. It's and very
1: then, laser sharp, dude. Uh, and I, that's the one thing I've learned as I got older. Because I didn't even know. Like, I saw him a couple times in Dave Chappelle. I saw him on, I think, maybe the Flavor Flav roast. Like, he got mad on that one. There was one that he got real upset about because they all made fun of him. And hit the, he was like, I'm fucking dying of diabetes. Like, at the end of it, he was mad as shit. Because have never whole watched
2: thing, him on Tough Crowd? With no, I, Quinn?
1: I didn't have cable. Like, there's a section of TV. I used to live in the woods. Like, there was a, a time yeah. where we didn't have cable. So I missed probably like 4 years of content and I believe the apparently tough crowd with Colin Quinn the new man show with Doug Stanhope and Joe Rogan like there's a few things I just missed just all together never saw them never knew they existed and then all the fun you know years later I find out about it and I'm like oh shit
2: he uh what is another one I I had that same thing cuz of in in the north side uh, apparently, the Warner Brothers channel was uh, too black, I guess, so I didn't get to watch fucking Pokemon <laughs> growing up. I had to go to the fucking rental, uh, rental store and get, like, the when the DVD, or, excuse me, VHSs dropped to watch, like, the first couple seasons of Pokemon. Yeah. Because we didn't get, I got BET when it was uh in high school, so I'm like, hey, hey.
1: Yeah, well, at least you got a good training, you know? <laughs> I just got fucking... Full House occasionally on like a, a random repeat day. So, <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then uh, this. <laughs> what's your thoughts? Have you watched Louis C.K.? Have you watched that last special he did? Like through his website?
1: Uh, no, I've not got to see it.
2: I I don't think it's up for sale no more because I don't know how they. You know how they do those weird uh, setups, but I have it on my phone because I did buy it.
1: He's in. I a, thought that's pretty good. He's in a really weird spot. I don't think he did anything illegal. I think he did I think he did some immoral shit. I think he's one of the funniest goddamn people I've ever heard. And um, I think he got caught up in a real tough spot. And he got a bad rap over it. Compared to some of the other shit that's happened with some of the other comics. It's, it's not right. You know what I'm saying? He's a yeah. fucking slime ball. Jim Norton likes to fuck trannies. Yeah. People have their things. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. I don't excuse the man. He should have fucking i guess played the situation out a little better and i think he's paid for that
2: <laughs> i i would also like to say yes i uh i agree in the sense of as a person who has listened to it's like the idea of like hearing the killer explain their thing yes when he said i i asked like that was the story like i asked hey do you mind if i fucking jerk jerk off in front of you and they go giggle yeah sure louis <laughs> and <he> goes,
0: perfect <laughs> i'll be right back let me get my dick <laughs>
2: <laughs> Let me go pull up my dick. And then uh, that is definitely, yes, that he needs uh, for a person who is really well done in in uh, arena theaters. He mm-hmm. should know how to read a room better. Sure. But, uh, but uh, for out of all the cancel people, he is uh, definitely... He's actually been selling out, just not in the big arenas.
1: He's not, he, even compared to the other stuff that's happened, he's not even doing that bad. You know I know,
2: like the idea of like,
1: <laughs> it's just a little jerky even. I don't think, to, again,
2: you might know more than I do. He just found himself in front of her. They didn't. He didn't touch, right?
1: No, he just said, hey, do you mind if I jerk off? And he pull his yeah. dick out and start whacking it. Homeless guys yeah. do that, apparently. I've never yeah. been in that kind of a cityscape, but apparently it happens all the goddamn time
2: yeah uh, i've I'm, <laughs> I'm doing my first ever trip this week and i'm going to orlando so if that oh. ever happened to me so we'll see if you you might get say, to see yeah. some
1: fellow jerking off in orlando yeah hey, this guy just... jer- this guy's louis ck hey. god damn he didn't even ask see why don't you fucking take this guy's comedy specials away off yeah, netflix why don't you why don't,
2: yeah why don't you cancel him don soap
1: <laughs>
2: no and then uh just like you i'm also been a uh, I'm a fan of Legion Skanks, but I haven't been listening to them lately. Nothing, nothing about them. I just have been with this pod, Doing this podcast has really uh, tuned off my time of listening to podcasts. Yeah. Besides if I'm like, you know, mowing the grass or something. See, so I, d- either- I drive,
1: so I've got hours a day. And I understand that now. Like I've heard a few other people kind of put that into perspective for me if you don't have a thing where you can sit down and listen to hours of shows you really got to pick and choose especially if they're hour-long shows you know you're going to be real limited
2: well because also mine is uh well legion of skanks goes for so long and yeah. that's that's good for content but obviously like three hours is three hours compared to and then i i've literally i don't listen to any video game thing because i do my own shit now yeah and then um i listen to just the uh uh, come the Cumboys, Cumtown, come town come town and and Tim Dillon
1: I love Tim Dillon Tim Dillon's fantastic I'm glad that yes. he's getting paid I never got into come town. and I think Nick Mullen is hilarious but Stav- Stavros's fucking laugh it <laughs> makes me want to put a hot ice pick through both my ear holes <laughs> he, I, I would love to
2: know I love to understand how I can see how Tim does it but I'd love to know understand how the Cometown does their Patreon. Yeah. To have, like, one of the highest paid fucking Patreons.
1: You just fucking, I guess you just get in there and you start, you know, one tells another word of mouth, man. If you're known for whatever your thing is, you it's just gotta crazy. find your You gotta find your fucking peg and you gotta shove yourself into it. And that's what they did.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, it's fucking
1: crazy. Tim Dillon's a phenom. I think he's over a hundred grand now a month on Patreon to just... I rem- be big and loud and awesome and gay and just fucking rant about nothing and everything at the same. He's very smart too. That's what is fucked up about Tim Dillon is he's not a stupid guy. Yeah. So when he starts just going off, he's like, I don't know. Maybe there's this Yeah, or this or this or that. Yeah. It's just, he's very captivating. I'd love to see him perform. I, I bet it would be pretty awesome.
2: Yeah. I, uh, I remember, fuck. I, I remember I've been listening to him since, uh, right before he left, uh, when he was still doing Tim Dillon goes like going to hell.
1: Yeah, Tim Dillon is going to hell.
2: And then uh, he just yeah. switched it over to the like his own thing. So like I've watched from the beginning of like oh he was like a couple thousand you know enough just probably for L A like enough to like maybe cover rent. Yeah. And then now he just they're just in a fucking boom. It's it's good to see people do it, but also Mike, it's just crazy.
1: Well, it goes to show that the Joe Rogan bump doesn't help everybody. But uh, what's that? Is it luck is preparation meets opportunity? I think Tim Dillon's a very funny fucking guy. And I think that he had a moment and combine that with the thing. Bada boom, bada bam. It can happen, dude. He's smart
2: because I think it's also because he Joe Rogan is definitely a big part in a small percentage. Yeah, but he actually likes like he went to like Logan Paul's fucking that, that ridiculous, whatever the fucking his, uh, podcasts is but he went to all these youtube kids uh things right. they're either their podcasts or he did those bits with the tiktok kids at the tiktok house just to move his name and like he's been for a person who pie had he probably had the what the probably the highest growth of profit pie of anybody in 2020 say, i bet i would hope
1: so i'm sure there's a maybe I haven't checked the stats lately, but I bet with COVID, there's a few people that hit yeah. some pretty good. Besides,
2: bumps. probably but, besides Bad Baby with her million dollar OnlyFans, but I'm <laughs> talking, yeah, for Patreon, yeah, he's probably the fastest growing person on there that did yeah. well during the pandemic. Uh,
1: I I've been nothing but impressed with his stuff. He makes me laugh from a terribly, like just a dark, dirty place down here in the bottom of my fucking stomach sometimes. Because he
2: knows that he he knows that. Uh, <laughs> grew up in that same idea like he just knows it's all shitty yeah he's always been in like culinary like fast food and like that food areas he gets it he understands the whole shit because he also is a fucking high standard person food apparently but then he also he's like there's episodes he was praising fucking open pit fucking barbecue sauce (laughs) which is only dollar 80 in the fucking store
1: uh i love it seeing like people progress through like podcasting and everything just the last few years since it's just been more and more man like everybody's so much more involved online and uh like you can make it happen i didn't even know who andrew schultz was like six months ago and somebody keyed me into it and i'm i'm not gonna sit here and suck the guy off too much but apparently he did the same thing like the internet it's where it's at man if you can find your fucking spot and really hammer him. it home, dude. I, he was okay. I mean, I if I had to say anything, he reminds me a lot of like Sebastian Maniscalco or whatever. But also, I think he's got a little more range, just in that Sebastian is very Italian, niche, like that's his thing, and he nails that. Like Joe Coy with the Filipino mom thing, like he has his thing. I yeah. think Schultz, because he's younger, he has like that that double exposure to like the culture and the internet stuff, and so he's very. You know, savvy as to what's going on, and I think from what I've seen, he's apparently a fucking a marketing genius. <laughs> so
2: I I don't mind Schultz. I think I liked him better a couple years back. Before he's now he's got obviously went a little heavy on like going on the right side to make the joke, like yeah. the right side of politics of like you know, which is hey, if you want to make a check, make the check. Whatever. Yeah,
1: man. Sometimes but, you got to say you're sorry, right?
2: Yeah. But the idea of I think it's also because the only thing on YouTube that he he brings up is crowd work. So the idea that I can only handle so much crowd work of him sitting down like Dave Chappelle when he's not Dave Chappelle and like talking to a person outside on the uh you know in the crowd and just trying to get a you know a rise out of them. Yeah. And he does the goddamn. He does the same fucking thing Dave Chappelle does. The fucking hits the mic on his knee or something and starts going ah. <laughs> off off mic. I'm like, dude, like Chappelle did this. I don't right. need you to do it.
1: People have definitely been that. Problem. I like Jay Okerson. He does a good job at it. Big J is a good crowd work guy. It's just. But can... I also
2: like Big J's. Big J has a voice, right? And I, I, how would I word it? Big J, like I don't know, it's like that that way of how to you mean, sharpen a knife. See, I was I was, f- I was
1: I was fitting to fucking try to shit on your point. Uh, you said he has a voice. I mean, you mean Dave Attell? He does have a voice. <laughs> he's a Ooh. he's an Attell baby.
2: Yeah, I love Dave Attell. Oh yeah, fuck. I guess that's my the legend I love. Right? <laughs> he's alive, Dave Attell. Oh my god.
1: So I think that the point is it, you need to be a little like more individual with your stuff and maybe you can be more appealing. Like you said, Andrew Schultz to me seems like he's very good at marketing, but maybe he's not. He might, I might be uh, outgrown for Andrew Schultz and I'm okay with that. But, uh, you know, if I don't technically get down with everything he does, like some people, I don't know, they might yell at you like, you don't, you just don't understand comedy. It's like, I don't know. Maybe I just don't like him or I'm not, you know, it's not my thing. I think just mine more is
2: just because Schultz is now selling the gimmick of just being a white Dave Chappelle on stage, yeah, trying to look like. But then I don't care, you know, if, it, if it's selling tickets, do your crowd work. But just the idea that his crowd work is like a, a Sebastian Dave Chappelle baby of him, just like, huh? Look at you, and then he just a. Uh, <laughs> I hang out with Char- Charlemagne the God so I know black people. Woo!
1: <laughs> what if he's just pulling a John Edwards? Like, do you think that's a thing? Remember John Edwards, the fucking, the medium guy that would have like a room full of people and he'd be like, I'm picking up a a guy with a name of a J. Anybody around here lose a guy with a J? John, Jack, Jimmy. Jim, Jim. <laughs> and he would go down the thing and then probably by the the end of the, mon- uh, the end of the show... I bet somebody would pay that couple hundred dollars for the private interview. Be like, oh, yeah, I talked to your dad. He said you're getting kind of fat. Sorry. You're going to have a dad, little your fucking. Your dad said lose weight. You're going to have a little club-footed kid one of these days if you don't stop fucking your, your ways. Whatever. <laughs> it's it's a magic trick, man.
2: It's all, yeah, it's all a, it's all a show. Yeah. It's all a sleight of hand.
1: I don't know. I think it's a good fucking, uh, it's a good talent to have. And uh, obviously with something like the internet. He figured it out. Does he have some bad habits? Obviously. I don't like the knee slap thing. I don't even like it when Dave Chappelle does it anymore because it's a cue now that I know what it is. I'm like, don't tell me when to laugh, you fuck.
2: Yeah. (laughs) That's the thing. Yeah. I mean, when I've seen Dave Chappelle do it, I guess maybe it's because he's done it for so long. Yeah. I'm used to it. And then obviously that's, I stick to, like, that's your body Well, How about
1: this? Chappelle has like 30 fucking years of slapping a microphone against his knee which also is his cue to make you laugh, but that's his thing. He's been doing it. Schultz has been doing it for what, 10 years maybe? Or however long. He's been doing comedy for 10 years or however long but I don't know how long he's been doing the the thigh slap. That's a Chappelle thing. Like, don't fucking give me marching orders, you fuck. Like, I know what that is. Maybe he doesn't know what it is and it works on him. But for me, it seems like you're trying to shove it in there like a laugh track on the Big Bang Theory. Like, you don't have to let me laugh. I'll get to the laughing part myself. Dave Chappelle made me laugh hard on uh, one of the, I don't know if it was the first one or the second one, but he was talking about uh, being in a boxing match with the pussy. And he's like, beat the pussy up. And he said it would just be funny to have a boxing match where he was like doing an interview and Dave Chappelle doing the interview is like the out of breath pussy that had just got beaten up, and he's like, "Man, you know, we we train hard, we, we stay stayed the thing, we really are looking after this, but you hit that little fucking that little bean on top of my head, and my knees went out, man, and I fucking like, I almost fell off the couch. My wife didn't laugh at all, like she shot daggers. I is almost fell Is that the one after
2: Kill Him Softly'?
1: That was uh one of so he released like what four specials in the last or are you couple years? of the Netflix one. It was the first or the second Netflix one. I think it's the first one. It's because I think the second one is Little Wayne when he was talking about it looks like pussy juice. <laughs> <laughs> what is this liquid on the floor? <laughs> pussy juice.
2: <laughs> oh, Dave Chappelle. Oh my god, I uh, I can't remember any of the current ones i just remember kill him softly almost to the t of like you know starts off with fucking like the whole dc's different right now and all that like boo those <laughs> days are over like
1: <laughs> i hope he stays around for a while it would suck if he dies sometime soon i want him to be like the george carlin dude i want to hear his perspective for the next however many years when he gets I fed up he's or ripped, something. It,
2: he'll be okay I mean, yeah maybe
1: be... <laughs> i don't know he smokes like three packs of cigarettes a day that can't two be good. On, two on stage? Yeah. <laughs> I got an opportunity to see him once in concert, or concert, and when he came back, in the first year of him touring again, when he came back from Africa or whatever, or after all that shit, when he finally met, resurfaced, I was so excited, Mike. I'm a old, I, I fucking love Dave Chappelle. And as you walk around, I'm rich, bitch. Like, there's other shit that's now on this. Memories and shit. He's gone now. I never get to see him. And then all of a sudden he fucking comes back again. And he comes to Little Rock. I'm like, what the fuck? On a short notice, I think they only announced the tickets two weeks before the fucking thing happened. And it sold out immediately, right? Yeah. So we got to go see Dave Chappelle. I was so fucking excited. And we sit down there. It's me and a buddy of mine, his wife. We're all watching. And there was a drunk bitch sitting behind me. And I'm pretty sure she was underage, and I'm pretty sure her boyfriend was overage and was feeding her alcohol, which is a whole thing. But she basically was parroting the things that he was saying. As he would hit punchlines, I'd be sitting there watching and trying to laugh, and then she'd be like, "Ha ha ha!" You said the fucking <laughs> like. It was the worst. It was the worst experience. Like I said, at some point towards the end, somebody said something i trying to remember what it was. She said something, and somebody from the the group across the aisle told her to shut the fuck up. Because she fucking blabbed some shit out, you know, as they were doing a call and response kind of thing. And they were like, hey, shut the fuck up! And she was like, ah! And then he fucking walked her out. But it ruined it, man. I don't even remember half of the fucking shit that he talked about. I'm sure it was on one of those first specials when he came back. You know, just like the wrap-up of all that. But,
2: yeah,
1: I've had limited great experiences with my heroes in a sense, because that one was just completely ruined.
2: I don't know how much movement is in Arkansas, but like Michigan is like, a, like a must be a stepchild to comedy. Cause it's like few and far between for when count, like I know uh, granted I'm thinking of during this COVID time, but like some of the more recent people is like, yeah, we're going back on tour, not a date bes- besides Bill Burr. Bill Burr is going to come like, in the winter, but just the idea of like, no one heart, like there's a few and far between of either big names going to those. There are comedy show, uh, comedy clubs. I think there's one in Ann Arbor. Yeah. That idea. But just the, I'm like, like we have Tim Dillon talk about coming. I don't ever hear. Uh -uh. Uh, I think, I think Joey Diaz either just came last time before this whole thing, but also, you know, he's, I think he's, Starting to lean towards just sticking into podcasting now.
1: Yeah, dude. There's a few other I think Ron White said he's done. Last time he was on Rogan Show, he said something but he's like, Yeah, man, why why bother? I've been doing this forever. I made a lot of money. If I can yeah, I'll do it when I want to do it. I don't have to have a job anymore. Cool. <laughs> like that sucks. We get Rodney Carrington. He comes through every once in a while. Remember him? You ever been a yeah. Rodney Carrington fan? I'm white, yes, I've heard. Yes, Big sir. Big Rodney Carrington fan. I think he was the first time I found him. Yes. Yes. And see, that's what sucks, is a lot of it got worn out, uh, like we were talking about, using tricks, slapping your knee with a microphone. I'm pretty sure that playing a guitar in a comedy act is like a, it's a cheat if you can pull it off. And I think that he pulled it off okay, but there are a few of them songs that definitely got wore out by like morning radio and shit like that, which probably made it suck pretty bad.
2: I think the only people that I can remember offhand that do have stick that gimmick was Rodney Carrington and Stephen Lynch. Yeah.
1: I like Stephen Lynch, too.
2: <laughs> You're white. We know. can't I, I get damn it.
1: it. <laughs> Don't they have a black? I, who's the black musical Stephen Lynch? There has to be one of those. Alternate universe Stephen Lynch. Uh, oh,
2: I actually read probably Reggie Watt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See? I like Reggie Watts.
1: I'm Me white, too, but
2: I'm, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> you like music. You're white. You like not even music like that, but like the idea, of like especially Reggie says. Oh, I like that trance. just making a beat out of nothing, And then it just keeps gooking, and doo do and then Like, yeah, he's making a beat with his mouth.
1: So I'm the kind of guy that would pay money for a theremin. Like, I just want to wave my hands around and make it make funny noises. I have no musical prowess at all. Hey, check this shit out. (laughs) (laughs) I'm amazing. Uh, That's why I stick to this. I'm not talented. That's the problem. I just happen to enjoy speaking to strangers. (laughs) I've been doing it for a long time. And, uh, you know, I meet some really cool people like yourself, man. Well, thanks. Yeah.
2: Like they say, those who can't
1: stand up, podcasts. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Is that what they say? Because I should probably get that on a t-shirt at this point
2: Yeah, I gotta gotta figure that out If I could put If I knew how to work Teespring And put shit on there I think I'd be pretty good there Those those who can't stand up Comedy podcast
1: I feel like (laughs) I know a few people that have done okay With like merchandise That's one that makes me laugh, Mike I know we're in some of the same circles, and we see some of the same things. When people start really like leaning into merchandise, it like I want to yell at them. Like I kind of, but it's not my place to yell at them. So I just kind of look at it. But I I don't think I roll my eyes harder <laughs> than when I see somebody go like, "Guys, we've got merch," and I'm like, "Cool." <laughs> what the fuck? I'm not paying thirty five dollars for a t shirt with your shitty logo on it, dude. <laughs>
2: That's where I'm (laughs) I'm trying to sell it right now. That's why I'm good, because I'm only by myself, so all my shirts are only going to be $20, since I only have to share it with me, the shares.
1: It's way better, you know? Back in the day, there were a few people that were doing it independently. They would take your stuff and do it and mail it and do all that, but, like, Teespring's got the market now. They give you $2 every time you sell some shit. Dude, joke's
2: on anybody if I get to, because I'm already in my... I do a lot of... I do a lot of that shit market, like marketing in my head. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? I wonder how much it would be to just talk to one of these comic book artists and then have them set, make, make a commission page of just my fucking white gorilla. And then like, then just say, Hey, I'd like to pay you for that page. And also, cause I'm uh, just well, legal stuff. I'm like, just so you know, I'm going to put this on a t-shirt, but I'm going to pay you for the work. But then just so you know, it's going to be on a t-shirt.
1: See, that's not bad. At least you're putting some fucking effort into it. I think what pisses me off the most is just logo tees. There's a couple people, believe it or not, in this world that have a Poe Boys Podcast logo t-shirt. I think there's only three in existence. <laughs> and I'm sure they never get worn. It's just silly, man. Unless you've got the kind of listener base that's going to buy t-shirts. To me, unless you're trying to design stuff, which obviously you've got some ideas, you're just kind of spinning your wheels. And it's funny yeah. to me when you really fucking lean into it. Like, I got hats and gloves and potholders and fucking t-shirts and You guys want koozies?
2: <laughs> no. Not even the cool koozies. Like thick fucking old 90s rubber ones.
1: They got these neoprene. You got to buy a strip of them and cut them out yourself. Yeah. Ten for $50. Yeah. <laughs>
2: speak this round this out like that fucking delvin's nice enough he sent me fucking a hat and a backpack i'm thinking like how much does this cost you to get this printed just to go give it to people that give you a dollar on patreon
1: like if i don't I, think it adds hey, up if i know delvin cox he probably knows a guy that knows somebody that knows somebody that come up with some backpacks
2: one of his one of was dspin but yeah i digress
1: i love delvin cox he's one of my favorite people and uh, I'm glad that he led me to you, sir. And it's been a pleasure getting to speak with you. At least now I can put a name to the face and some of the interactions we have. And I look forward to talking to you soon. I'm sure we'll bump into each other again in the near future, Mike Fowler.
2: Yeah, we can do this again. Yeah, thanks, man, for having me on. It's been a pleasure.
1: Can you give me some that fun, give me some plugs? You want to tell people where to find your products? Shout it out, dude. Say it with your mm. chest.
2: If you... If, if you want to listen to a one-man show on about video game news on Mondays and possibly uh, comic creator in- interviews on Wednesdays, check it out at the Cousin Cecil Show on almost all podcast services everywhere: Spotify, iTunes, uh, YouTube.
1: Hey, uh, spell Cousin Cecil for me because it's a little complicated. I'm- yeah,
2: it's spelled like because it's my it's my gamer tag. If you wanted to add me on playstation like a real fucking faggot um it'd be uh c-u-z-n-c-i-s-e-a-l so like cut like that like a internet style of saying cousin but yeah
1: cousin cecil beautiful way well, hey, it's nice to meet you homie i'm gonna fucking get this situated i'm gonna go take a piss and have some dinner
2: i can't wait to hear this in september
1: Yeah, it'll be probably (laughs) around there. (laughs) Hey, I've queued up a lot of shit since then. goddammit. it, Uh, I'm doing better.
2: Uh. I I can tell.
1: (laughs) All right, that was my conversation with motherfucking Mike Fowler. He's good people. Be sure to go check out his show, Cousin Cecil. Um. He also is involved with a show that I've grown to enjoy. Now, I have friends in high places, and they fucking give me back doors to things, because I'm special. But, I happen to know that on the Delvin Cox Experience uh, Patreon feed, there happens to be a show called the United Nations that involves Mike Fowler, Delvin Cox, uh, this cat, Ben, I think, from England, and uh, my daddy, Dom, Dave, from uh, Australia. And it's I think it's one of the best things I've heard on Patreon. It's one of my favorite shows, and I'm happy that Mike is a part of that. Uh, Much love to the United Nations. Then, yeah, you know the deal. Like, subscribe, rate, review. Tell a friend, tell your mom, tell your friend's mom about the show. Go to biobidet.com. Use promo code POBOYS. you receive 10% off, and you can clean your asshole like a champion. Also, there are plenty of other... uh, what is it added it's it's a boo day spectacular Woo! <laughs> there's all kinds of fucking sales going on this month you can get half of, like i'm pretty sure with my code poboys like i said you get 10 percent off and then you get 10 to 15 percent i think 20 on some guys it's a tacular. go out there spend a little cash and experience what it's like to not be a piece of shit and walk around with a stinky butt. You wake up in the morning, you squirt yourself right in the asshole. Pagow! <laughs> it's better than water in the face. Should have wake you up. But anyway, join the revolution. If you'd like to contact me, I'm at Pod on Twitter. And that's that. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time.
0: Why you being a dickhead fool? Stop being a dickhead Why you being a dickhead for? You're just fucking up situations. Why you being a dickhead for? Stop being a dickhead. Why you being a dickhead for? You're just fucking up situations. Shiny floor, slippery feet. Lights are dim, my eyes can't meet. The reflection that turns my images upside down, so I can't see. You know everything, you really don't know nothing I wish that you were more intelligent So you could see that what you're doing is so shitty To me fucking up situations Why you being a dickhead for? Stop being a dickhead Why you being a dickhead for? You're just fucking up situations Stop, no don't sh-oh Just have a thing before you Will you stop? No don't sh-oh Just have a thing before you Will you stop? No don't don't sh-oh Just have a thing before you Will you so no. much oh. Will you just have a thing before you? My brain and my bones don't want to take this anymore No my brain and my bones don't want to take this anymore No my brain and my bones don't want to take with this anymore No my brain and my bones don't want to take this anymore Situations, why you being a dickhead for? Stop being a dickhead Why you being a dickhead for? You're just fucking up situations